Today, I am honored to be speaking with Devinder Kar, yogi and owner of Pranashanti Yoga Studio in Hintonburg. Pranashanti has been hard at work during COVID-19 and evolving their practice while finding creative ways to stay in touch with yogis all over Ottawa and beyond. So Devinder, hello and welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Adam. I'm super excited to be here with you. Well, it's a pleasure to be speaking uh, with another former resident of, uh, of Victoria, BC, my hometown. My hometown, too. We're uh, both from the West Coast. I was so excited when I heard that. It's fantastic. Yeah, sure miss that place. Yep. Uh, but Ottawa's pretty great, too. It is. So uh, you've been quite busy over the last little while, uh, live streaming your classes on Zoom and uploading recorded classes uh, to the Namastream platform. Uh, while offering free online yoga that I read is reaching hundreds of people around the world every day. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's been a, a crazy virtual ride these last uh, few months, that's for sure. I mean, when we mm. first found out about uh, having to close the studio when we were mandated to close in March, I just knew we had to do something quick to get online and keep the community feeling supported, keep the community of yogis feeling like uh, we were still here for them. It was just um, an absolute necessity to jump in and get online. Well, I'm sure uh, many yogis uh, around the world, for that matter, are very happy you're doing this. Um, One of the things, uh, Devinder, we've talked about before on this podcast is about the choices that business owners such as yourself face in situations like the one we're facing now, this pandemic. I break it down into kind of a fight or flight mentality. And really the difference is between reinventing your business versus scaling it down and riding out the storm. And so I really want to hear from you today about what made you choose to fight and what does that look like in your business? Yeah, I mean, I, I really do feel like I did make that choice to to stay in it and to, to fight it because technology's never really been something that I've been afraid of or worried about. My previous <laughs> career or life is in IT for about 25 years. So mm-hmm. I knew as soon as we were getting to that point of being closed down with the mandate that we just had to do this. We had to jump in and really the motivation was the community and the students, you know, wanting to to have a support with their practice, whether it's yoga or meditation. And they really were looking for a way to to stay connected. And I just thought, well, what better thing can we do than to just really get the classes online as fast as we can? So I think like we closed uh, the center I think it was like on a Monday and on Thursday, I launched like a series of five weeks of classes free for anybody anywhere in the world. And we ran that straight out for five weeks. I mean, I kept paying the teachers the whole time. I, you Mm -hmm. know, I was trying to also balance that whole aspect of serving the community, you know, when jobs were uncertain, people's lives were uncertain. But also I needed to feel the responsibility of keeping as many of our teachers employed as possible. So I kept paying the teachers, keeping the classes going. And, you know, (laughs) the response to the classes was incredible. Mm -hmm. Like you said, all over the world, you know, we had people from France, Germany, Egypt, Israel, Mexico, all across the United States, all across Canada, some classes, three, four, five hundred people. It was phenomenal absolutely phenomenal. And then the feedback that would come from those classes was, you know, thank you so much for being there. Thank you for having a a friendly face that I could see. 
I've been so isolated. I'm so scared. I don't know what's happening with my family, my work, my health, etc. So as soon as that started happening, I just knew we had to keep going. There was just no, <laughs> there's no turning back. You're going to just have to keep going. So that's what we did. And, um, you know, that carried us for like the first five, six weeks. That social connection, particularly during this time, is so important. I can only it's imagine so. um, that that lifeline in some ways that you're extending to people around the world uh, who could find themselves in just some dire uh, dire situations as so far as uh, loneliness and, and isolation. Absolutely. Um, you know, yeah. And then it's interesting. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. And then it, you know, it just grew. And then it was like the more people were coming to class, they were talking about it. And for many people, it made yoga so accessible. People that had never really even tried yoga before were trying it because they heard from friends or they saw about it. So then it brought in a whole nother realm of people that we probably wouldn't have reached previously with just in-person classes. You know, it's interesting. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if your IT background has contributed somewhat uh, to how strong your online presence is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as you mentioned, you've, you've received a lot of messages on social media uh, from people around the world about how your yoga classes are so vital. I, I'm curious, though, you know, has this pandemic led to any changes in the way you think you will conduct your business once things return to whatever this new normal is going to look like? <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like a whole new world. And the whole business model now, for me anyways, has completely changed. I mean, online is here to stay. When, you know, when we switched over the classes, like the five weeks of free yoga, once that came to a close, we kept going with online classes, more structured, more in, you know, in a more stabilized schedule. And really, online classes, as far as I'm concerned, are here to stay. The live stream online Mm -hmm. classes have been so well received that we're going to keep going with them even once we reopen back into in-person classes. I mean, the other thing that's gone really well is, you know, when COVID hit, we were right in the middle of two teacher training programs, a Hatha program and a Kundalini program. And I had to keep going with those students. I wanted them to finish and get their certification. So we vectored Mm -hmm. that into online format as well. And then there was workshops and then there was courses because, you know, I have a fairly large center, so our programming was set for the year. And then this this came along. So the best thing I could think of to do was, where possible, switch the workshops, switch the courses, switch the training programs all into online format and live stream it so that the participants have a real teacher present with them, interactive and just keep going. And that's going to be the way we'll go forward. We're going to keep going with that it, wherever possible. I mean, it doesn't work for every single course. Some things do need to be in person, but I'll offer them in dual format, in person or online going forward. You know, so it, it means then that for my physical space, <laughs> the mm-hmm. yoga center, that needs to change. Um, Mm -hmm. I need to bring in the correct and appropriate electronics so that we can have proper cameras and microphones and speaker systems and all that. The audiovisual piece needs to be brought in to each of the studio rooms that we have. So I'm actively working on that so that when we do get to the point of reopening, which we don't know exactly when that is yet, but when we do get to that point, I want my customer base, my students, to be able to have a choice. 
And I think it just really works well for our climate, too, here in Ottawa. Didn't have to worry about that so much out in BC. But here, you know, in the wintertime, how wonderful is that going to be that, you know, you want to take in a class after work one evening, then you can just go home and do that and have this really high quality live stream experience class right in your own family room or living room or what have you. So that's here to stay. And it's completely changed my business model. Well, it's inspiring to hear it, and I'm sure it's been uh, many early mornings and late nights for you, Devinder. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> but also in kind of the vein of, of inspiration, I know like you've been part of so many acts of kindness over the years in your teaching. I'm curious to hear, you know, are there some things that you've seen over the past three months of this pandemic really here in Ottawa that uh, you believe has brought the, the community together? Anything you wanted to highlight as a, as a source of inspiration uh, during this time? Well, there's a few things, you know, I've noticed just happening kind of in my sort of Hintonburg kind of area is that a lot of the small businesses have really banded together. And that's been super inspiring and feels really supportive that, you know, even if it's like sharing each other's posts or commenting or shopping at each other's places or, you know, referring customers to each other's locations, like really being a support to each other and working in the neighborhood, working in the community together to help everybody stay connected and stay afloat. I mean, that I think is super inspiring. I mean, it was happening previously, but it's even more so happening. And then the other thing I've noticed too is, you know, the whole buy local, shop local, and, you know, the community really getting on board with that too. And, you know, who knows how, when travel and all kinds of things are going to happen anymore and how it's going to look. But if we can really, really band together and really support each other, the things that I've seen so far just really show, you know, and be proud of what we're doing locally, you know, and be really uh, inspired by what other people are doing locally. I mean, I've seen some amazing artists that I probably wouldn't have heard about or, or even known about in the last you know, few weeks or months, then see them coming forward and see their work out on display. You know, it's like, we've got so much to offer locally. And, you know, we need to really celebrate that and, and celebrate it all the time. You know, there's so much beauty that we can be taking part in and being such a good support to each other, as opposed to, oh, yeah, you know, we don't need to keep looking so far afield for inspiration and joy. And, you know, it's right here. It's right here for us all. So that, I find, has been truly inspiring. Well, I would have to say not only are you inspiring, Devinder, but your comments today have been uh, also very insightful, uh, specifically around uh, community, right? I mean, community is always important, but particularly in times like this, it's so uh, so nice to see people come together uh, as they have, particularly small business community. I do want to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your very uh, busy schedule uh, today to speak with me. And I know how it it isn't easy being a small business owner, particularly in this environment, but you are inspirational and uh, both to me and I'm sure to other local business owners uh, out there uh, that, uh, that you touch on a daily basis. So again, thanks so much for taking the time and uh, I look forward uh, to watching some of your classes online in the near future. And uh, for everyone listening, uh, Devinder and her team uh, of dedicated yogis can be found at 52 Armstrong Street, in Hintonburg, but especially during this time, uh, most importantly at pranashanti.com. Thanks so much and have a great day.